previously on Live at 605. So what happened? Spoiler alert. We bought a new car. <laughs> John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Amazing. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 22, episode 6 of Live Whoa, at 605. Halfway mark. Does it feel like halfway already, or is this season like flying by? Do you feel like? Uh, the season is flying by. Well, it's, be, it's also because we recorded the first three episodes like f- four months four months ago. <laughs> totally. And now we're like recording them like week to week, although we're still kind of two weeks ahead of where the, these are dropping. 100%. Because even like for next week, we could talk about like. Going to karaoke and parties oh, and wow. stuff. Like, yeah. We still haven't even talked about concert week of no. like Orville Peck and Kendrick Lamar. Totally. And then we, yeah, your birthday's coming mm-hmm. up. We also, the season finale might even be the best of 2022, which, which will be coming up. Yeah. So start thinking about your favorite albums. And this year it's the return of best concerts of the year. We haven't Whoa. done that in two years. So we've been teasing that. We've gone to yeah. like so many concerts this year, which has been fantastic. Totally. But before... We get into everything. Do you want to give out your whatever contact information you got this week? Yeah, absolutely. It's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram, Twitter. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, for now. <laughs> All right. And uh, TikTok. Well, have you heard what's been going on with Twitter about how people can buy like the fake check marks, right? Yeah. But more specifically, people have been buying them impersonating like famous people like Doug Ford. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and so... And a lot of people did it for Elon Musk, right? Like Elon Musk, who owns Twitter now, yeah. was like, oh, anyone can be verified this or that. But people, he's like, basically, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, you know, back to free speech, do what you want, make accounts. Yeah. Then people made fake Elon Musk's accounts yeah. and started talking shit. And he's like, no, this is parody. You can't do this. He like, shut it down. <laughs> but yeah, I saw the ones about like Doug Ford. It's so crazy. You see it at first and you're like, oh shit, this guy actually said this, but it's... Uh, yeah. Do you think Twitter's still going to be around by the time this episode drops? Or I definitely think you can see like very prevalent brands taking a step back because yeah. you don't want to be associated with it. It definitely isn't like this is kind of my thing with like owning a Tesla too. It's mm. like, do you really want to be associated with this person? So I yeah. think to answer your question, I think it'll still be around, but I feel like like I don't even know the FCC or something will like step in and be like, this isn't okay. I hope it's around only because I like Twitter because I, you know, I know it's an awful place in this and that, but I follow only accounts that are important mm-hmm. to me, whether it's for sports or yeah. entertainment or like I follow the news I mm-hmm. want to follow and like musicians and mm-hmm. artists and stuff like that. So, and it's not like I'm on there doing Twitter wars. I just tweet about basically like <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise <laughs> yeah. and well, music we're listening to. To that noise, where can people find you then? Well, they can find me for now on Twitter. No blue check mark, but maybe I'll get one for myself. Yeah. Uh, I'm at Malencamp, and we never. I wanted to say this one quick story about Twitter was we watch Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise every week, mm-hmm. and the best part about watching those shows is following following along with Twitter because mm-hmm. people do such funny posts about it, right? Totally. And then I try to tweet every once in a while. Uh, with the episodes too, and I never get more than like five or six likes. But then mm-hmm. I finally had one tweet go viral Whoa. and got over a hundred likes and a bunch of retweets and comments. Yeah, and it was during um, what, what was the Bachelorette season? Gabby, Gabby and, and Rachel. And was it Rachel's? 
that a grandpa that everyone liked or is it Gabby's? Gabby's. Gabby's uh, Grandpa John and yeah. Grandpa Joe. There's like a, a pretty famous like a meme going around of him like all happy. So I tweeted a picture mm -hmm. of him and said Grandpa Joe has big... Um, I just found $5 between the sofa cushions energy and yeah. it, went, it went viral. So <laughs> I took a screen grab. Maybe I'll post that. But it was like, finally, I got one bachelor post oh to go viral because we always love reading that stuff yeah. anyways. So follow me there. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And then follow the 605 account. Just search live at 605 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. Mm -hmm. There's two TikTok accounts. Just follow the account that has one video posted. I got to delete the other one. <laughs> And uh, yes, yeah, so that's where you can find our asses. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what do you, what do you, what do we, what are we talking about this week? I think it's like, well, we have a couple of things. It's I a, would it's say it's a part two it's episode. A, it's a twofer from last week, so it's kind of the um, second half of actually buying, buying the car. car and the experience. And so, one of the things we've come to realize, and we actually were talking about it last night at dinner um, when it like our friend of the podcast, Marta was saying like, there's no book to buy a house. Like there's like certain things that like, she's like, I wish I knew, I wish I had like some guidance on. And so like, I think one of the things we pride ourselves on is like throughout the podcast, we've tried to do like things of like top 10 things when you're buying a house, top 10 tricks when you're being laid off, top 10 tricks to finding a new job, or getting married, getting married, you know, surviving, knocking your tooth out <laughs> yeah. and your dress catching on fire a week before your wedding. You like, also told that story last night. That was Chris told that. I know. So I Chris even is me. telling those stories. I like that our wedding is so. Um, is it? Is it? Infamous. It is an infamous wedding. But is that the wrong? Is that more like bad infamous? No, but it even like, and this is giving a lot away. But it's like the darkness. Well, what was it like? Top two song performance yesterday. Well, the darkness brought lightness to a karaoke <laughs> party, party last week. But yeah, that's a. There's certain song you're talking about. We'll tell this later. But we yeah. went to a birthday party and we sang karaoke. And we sang the darkness. I think this should be. This would be an interesting list to make. We're millennials, and I think of our generation. Yeah, there's like obviously a handful of songs that people just our Gravity age go crazy too. for. The two of them that I would always say is one obviously is. I believe in a thing called Love by the Darkness. Mm -hmm. The other one that I feel like is an anthem for people our age is MIA's um, Paper uh, Planes. Paper Planes. Oh, yeah. Because we didn't even, even do that yesterday. No, but at our wedding, when that yeah. song came on, everyone who was born probably between 1980 yeah, and millennials. Yeah, Exactly. Went absolutely apeshit when that song came on. So. Totally. But really, get staying on track, yes. right? With the top 10 lists of like things we've done. We wanted to use this episode also to be like the top 10 tips and tricks of buying a car. Yeah, although I don't know time. if we have 10 tips or tricks, but we got, we got a we list of things. We, we have a enough. handful of trip, trips. I came with Maybe car trips. Car trips. Well, yeah. <laughs> Road trips. Road trips and wedding hits. That's right. So do you want to get into that or do you have a sponsorship? or well, Like you have an ep epic story yourself. Yeah. I mean, you know, shit just keeps happening to us or me maybe. But um, this is also in that transportation vein, I would say. So my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> is very much uh, predicated on the idea that I went to, I traveled this past week and like the trip was amazing, but just the bookended commuter experience was a little funny, well, awkward, intense, long. Just before you get into, you're yeah. going to kind of break it into parts. Mm -hmm. 
Although you're not, you're not, you're doing the flight first, right? Yeah, I'm going to so, do okay, the flight. The gonna flight s- is going to be the sponsorship because this is why the car part is so important yeah. for later. And when we get to the car part, we'll yeah, remind well, people we, some yeah, other stuff. hundred okay. percent. So one of the things, and this was like, I think the premiere episode of the podcast, John and I took our first trip yeah. out in the pandemic or like still pandemic first world, flight, first yeah. flight first. And we went to like a place that was familiar. Uh, the flight was only three hours. So I haven't really flown outside of going to Ottawa for like a 45 minute flight to like a place I'm very comfortable in Mm. um, for the day. Mm. And so I was like, okay, this is a bit of like another international flight, right? There's like, it's a bit longer going to the West coast, et cetera. Right. Um, You know, what are the expectations on air Canada? Like all of these things. And so I'm like, okay, I'll wear a mask. I'll like do my part, blah, blah, blah. I'll go through security. Was Was security busy or no? So the security experience wasn't busy, I will say, only because I got to go ahead of the line. Because <laughs> so. I was going to say, well, I read an article, apparently at Pearson Airport, yeah. you can now schedule your security Really? Line. So you can book it online. Like, let's say our flight's at five o'clock yeah. and we get to the airport at 2.30. You can schedule going through security at like 2.40. And wow. avoid the. I just saw that while you were gone. Okay, I think it's only specific to Pearson, and I don't know if that's forever or just for like maybe the upcoming holidays. Maybe the upcoming but holidays. I saw that. I'm like, damn it, you could have maybe used this. Well, I definitely saw on the way back coming from San Francisco into Toronto, knowing that that might not be the case. There, some person got yelled at hard. Really? Yeah, because it's like your flight's fucking boarding and like. And they were just going through security. Yeah, and oh. they were just going through security. So the security agent was like, "Why didn't you come here earlier?" Oh and like God. all this stuff. So. It was stressful. It was slightly like a train wreck at like seven in the morning. So I'm like, I can't look away. Because you just like, you're on the side of the agent, but then of you course. know me, like I like rolling up like 30 wow. minutes before. So I know, but you never want to be that person where they're holding the flight for you and then you run on. Yeah. And like We've had that before. People, our flight's been delayed because people get there late and they don't even say like, sorry, totally. they just walk on like oblivious. So anyway, so needless to say, I got through security in like 10 minutes or less. Yeah, that's good. Right? And like, remember that film up in the air yeah. and it was like George Clooney being like, who are the people to stand behind? Cause you know, they know yeah. like how to take out their exactly. stuff for a security check. So like, I'm like already getting ready for my bucket, like to put my like mm. technology in. And I mm-hmm. have like you know my Mac, my iPad, my like headphones, my watch, like all this stuff, a keyboard, a mouse, like yeah. all these things. And I'm like ready to go, like pulling shit out, shoes are off, like ready to go. So then I go through super easy. We ended up having to wait in the gate for like two hours, yeah. I guess, or a little like under two hours to board. Okay. So super seamless. I did book ahead to get a window seat because uh. two things. One, I have like an old timer's knee all of a sudden and I need to stretch my right leg. Um, yeah, I don't know what that's about. And then the second part was I just didn't want to sit in the middle. Who wants to sit in the middle? Five hour flight. Especially if you're flying by yourself. Like if I was there, then it's kind of inevitable. One of us would sit in the middle, but yeah, who wants to sit in the middle on a solo flight? Totally. And it's like, also like to you, what's the etiquette of the middle seat or the seats? What's the etiquette of all three? seats? I can answer that. The, the, etiquette is the person who sits in the middle yeah. gets to put their arm on the left and the right armrest. You get, okay. Person in the middle gets both armrests. Yeah. The window in the aisle gets one armrest because okay. you have the window and you have the aisle. So the middle person always gets both armrests. <laughs> so... Oh, I thought you were going to do a sound effect. I, I am. <laughs> let, me say, let me say that again. It's going to be horns. The person in the middle gets both armrests. <laughs> so... 
Here's what I would say. Do you agree or? Sorry, I know I totally okay, agree. Did it happen? No. <laughs> so that was on the flight home. But so I get on the plane. I have the window seat, and I am like full blown like. I have like a very distinct rhythm when I like fly. It's like the takeoff, I'll fall asleep instantly. R.I.P. And then I'll start working for a bit. And then like, I'll listen to like, John always like loads my phone and my iPad with like really good uh, shows that we're watching or Mm -hmm. like tried and trusted shit. I like, and like good playlists. And so then I'll kind of like go in and out of like some entertainment, some work, some like music, some sleep, et cetera. So like, all of a sudden, where we've taken off, I've woken from a deep slumber, mm. right? And then there's this feeling of this person pushing my seat hmm. forward. And so then I was like, what's happening here? Hmm. And so like, I thought it was like, you know, sometimes when people just like, they're just so like agitated in their seat, they're like pushing shit in yeah. like the pocket. Sure. They're like holding onto it to get up and go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, what the fuck's happening here? So I kind of do that thing where I turn around and I saw the guy like through the corner. How old do you think this guy is? He looked like older than us, a little bit older, like maybe 40s, like forties kind of okay, thing. Okay. But so then he was like, pushing my seat with his arm hmm. like holding it hmm. but then like his leg or his head between his legs hmm. kind of thing and i'm like maybe he's sleeping and sorry was this you said you woke up from a slumber how soon into the flight is this an hour in oh, 10 minutes like in 45 minutes in hmm. okay so we got like four hours to go so, like, so i'm like what's happening here so then i'm like okay and i have like full flight i have a um, like a 15 year old sitting beside me and their parent. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, what, like, whatever, like just going with the flow mm. kind of thing. And so then at one point I just get like a tiny meal, blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> what is a tiny, meal? a tiny meal. I always get the cheese plate. I'm going to say, is it like cheese or it's something? It's like cheese and crackers and like an apple slice. Right. This um, is like a preschool. That's all I eat. It's like Easton's food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, Celery. so um, I was like, okay. So I kind of turned around. I was like, what's that smell? Okay. Pleasant or Oh, God, no. It's opposite. so unpleasant. So it either mm. smells like full-blown somebody's farted or like thrown <laughs> up. <laughs> okay. So I was like so disgusted by life. And so then I'm like, <gasps> so like I have my mask on, right? So it's okay, right? But then, mm. you know, that feeling where it's like the smell is just consuming uh, yeah, your mask, oh, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, I was yeah. Like, maybe it'll mask the smell a little bit. No, but no it was just like containing it. it. Yeah. So it was just like, I was basically like hotboxing my mask Oof. with that smell. So it's like freaking out. So then the kid beside me was like, I went to the bathroom. Yeah. So then I was like, I'm going to get up and also go to the bathroom. One for etiquette. I was just going to say that uh, you're going to get one second. Uh, sorry. You're getting an applause yeah. because again, etiquette is if, if you're in the window totally. and people are getting up, it's nice of you to go up when they go up. So you don't have to ask them to move later. There so you go. there you go. Goals. And so I go up, whatever, whatever, whatever I walk. So I see the person behind me. Mm. So they're not sleeping. They're like, like they're, literally, they're struggling. Okay. Mm. And so then I like walk, we go to the bathroom, we walk back. And so then I'm like, okay, this guy's still struggling. So then yeah. I sit back down and then all of a sudden you hear that buzz, Boom. yeah, thing come on. I love that sound too, by the way. The calling Boom. attendant. 
Mm-hmm. thing and then they're like the guy basically gets taken to the back and he faints oh my god yeah so then he's like passed out Jeez. on the floor Whoa. area near like the bathroom area so now you can't even use the back bathroom okay? oh my god so like i'm sitting at the front of the plane but behind like the first class area mm. so now everyone bougie. bougie and so everyone uh who wants to go to the bathroom has to use the first class but bathroom are, are people freaking out that this guy's like passed out or is there like is there People are like, oh my God, this guy's fainted or yelling so or chaos, or is it, it kind of like people are handling it? People are handling it. But then this is kind of that point where it's like on the speaker, they're like, hi, oh. is there <laughs> is there anyone who is a doctor oh. or nurse who can come and help? And oh. like, this is sometimes where I'm like, damn it, I wish I was of a course. doctor or nurse, right? Like, so there was one sitting wow. um, in the front. For, first for, class. First class. What's up? But I was also bad, like feel bad because it's like, man, frontline workers never get a break. I know. So then anyway so she went back there she was a nurse to like help out and support nice. um but they blocked off like the back area back, yeah. and the back row so then those people who were sitting in the back row for this guy mm. all had to move so one guy had to take this guy's seat behind me right i was gonna say you also mentioned to me that there was an announcement before the flight took off that they had over oh yeah they overbooked the, f- the flight so, so and then they were giving eighteen hundred dollar credits to people exactly so i was gonna say did they even have room for people to move up or so they had one so one person moved behind me which yeah. was like yeah, that they, was one that, the nurse was yeah. like basically back there the whole yeah. time so wow. then her front first class seat was also free. Mm. So one person literally went from the back, back. of the bus to yeah, the front, front of the first class. Wow. Um, so that's kind of how the thing went. But then because people were like lining up to use the front of the plane yes. for the, um, to, uh, for the bathroom or the washroom rather, everybody was like pulled up beside our aisle anyway. Yeah. And so then I was like, other teammates who were on the flight also came by and it was like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? So then it was kind of just weird. But then, so now we're like three hours in. Okay. Mm. The emergency is still happening in the back. Is there ever, were you ever worried? Uh, obviously um, it's very concerning about Mm -hmm. this person, but did you think they were going to make like an emergency landing? Like over? Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised. Did did they, did they make it? They did not. Okay. Paramedics were at the end, like at at the 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 gate gate. in San Francisco. But then I think one of the things was exactly that. It's like, will we have to stop? Like what happens if this person has like convulsions? What happens if they're having a heart attack? Like what is happening? And then it was also like, like what happens if this person is just like sick with COVID and like, yeah. that's the, what they're experiencing. Oh, wow. So like Good point. a lot of things were going through my head at Jeez. that point where I was like, so help me God. Like, and obviously this was all happening behind me. So that was one. Of course. So then the second part started happening whereby it was like three and a half hours in or three hours in. And I was on my second cheese plate. So it was like, <laughs> as one is, as one is right. I tend to not eat a lot and I can only drink ginger ale on a flight. Otherwise I'll puke. So then <laughs> I'll be like you, the back of the bus. You've <laughs> flown for like 30 years. You've only ever puked once. And with it was, apple juice. I know, but I'm just saying you've flown <gasps> dozens of times. I'm just, of course you flew I up just, one, but I'm, I'm still scared. I know. I'm <laughs> just saying the odds of you throwing up again are Slim low. To none. <laughs> right. So okay, then any, Anyway, so the people beside me, it was like a mother and their child, 15 year old. They're like ordering like a pizza for mm. dinner, like some mac and cheese, some like um, like drinks, some like chips, some yeah. candy and whatever. And then they go to pay. So one of the things that I actually appreciate about Air Canada now is you like order off a menu, mm-hmm. right? You just like MasterCard it. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And so then basically the person was like this. 
flight attendants like, oh, sorry, we don't, your card's not working. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, um, we don't take debit. We don't mm. take cash. Like I had my headphones on, but it was like, all of this is happening beside me. So then, um, basically it was just like, how do you, um, like, Mm-hmm. How do you like you can't look away. This is all happening beside you. And so then luckily the flight attendant was able to like make the experience better and like find one of those pay as you go credit cards nice. to like help them out. But it took a little while to figure it out. And then I got my food as well. But it ended up being like we were all talking together during that to just kind of problem solve the situation. And so basically f- from talking it through, I understood that like kid bata- beside me had I was like high functioning autistic. Okay. Right. He had uh, sensory problems. Okay. He had um, asthma problems. Oh, man. Um, he had like asthma, which brought on like fainting spells, like Jeez. an epilepsy. So it was like just like a f- slew of things. Yeah, and so I think because we had already created a bond over problem solving mm-hmm. to pay for the food. That also meant for the next hour and a half, they were talking to me. Well, they probably the felt, felt comfortable talking to yeah. you and all this stuff. And yeah, so, that's, that's, that's not, I was going to say, uh, the person behind you and your seat neighbors couldn't have found you. Get, they got lucky because they said we're sitting next to the best person. Nah. We always kind of mm-hmm. say that though. You know what I mean? Like we're good people to sit next to, especially if I'm on a flight, I'm not reclining my seat. No. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting my arm on someone no. else's armrest. Like we, we know all this we, etiquette stuff, but you're also just, uh, easygoing person and a problem solver. So if they were having issues paying for food, you were probably able to help them with the sewerdis to be able to do all that stuff. So they got, that's, you're the perfect person to be sitting next to is what I was saying. I will try. But I think one of the things was, was like, then it was like, we got to the tarmac mm. and at this point it's like five hours. The plane slightly smells like puke. Yeah. Slash farts, oh right. And so like, yeah. It's like a little bit all over the map. It, the one thing we forgot to mention was on the Sunday was also daylight savings. Ooh. So like, as opposed to just being three hours yeah. behind, I was also four hours behind. True. And so I, when I, by the time we landed, I think I was just so shot that long, we were, tra- long travel day. Long travel day. But then we were waiting for the paramedics. So then it was also 30 oh. minutes before they allowed us to deboard because mm. they wanted that, per- obviously, yeah, which is, makes total sense, to get off the plane first. And then, and I'll save it for the second part, I had to get my car. <laughs> so that was your sponsorship yeah. of the week. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, you can't predict this. Like, to be fair, like, the actual flight was, like, the experience yeah. of Air Canada was, like, really good. And That's I feel good. like they've updated their digital system. I just think it was, like, the karma of traveling. And that also persisted to my car and in the way back. Well, you know what they say? Uh, karma is not just a club in Seaside. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy. So, why don't we get into, like, the main story? Yeah. That, that, I mean... Honestly, the whole episode could have been about this travel experience. Yeah. That's only that's technically part two of three parts. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna, gonna but I can br- bring in the car with our car. So yeah, exactly. So like you kind of mentioned from the start, we we like kind of giving tips about big life moments. And I don't know, I'd be curious. People should like either message us on Twitter or Instagram, or, or you can even email us at live at six hundred five at mm-hmm. gmail dot com. Let us know, like we're in our thirties. This is our first time really buying a brand new car. I'm, I'm curious, people who are listening, if you've recently bought a new car, if you like what your experience was, or if you're planning on buying a car and let us mm-hmm. know if these tips help at all, helped at all, or yeah. if you did the same thing as us. I think it's also like, 
you know, we, we said that in the last week's episode, the car had our existing car had been giving us troubles. You know, we purchased the car, but it was like a used car at the time. So we never really had that experience. And I think have you ever, sorry, have you ever been to a car dealership no, in your life? Me and that's, neither. This is the thing that I also said to you, and I, I may have mentioned it on the podcast last week, is that when I think of going to buy a car, I think quintessential like TV show or movie where you go to like a dealership An with like the, lot. the thing, the yeah. fanning thing that's like a blow up doll. Yeah. And then um, like a parking lot with like yeah. a salesman being like, here's like the number of the uh, price. Yeah, it's written with, on the windshield. 100%. Those, those markers are dope. Though. Those markers are dope. And so then when the crazy thing was when we went to the first dealership, the Hyundai one, I was like, Where's the cars? Well, it's like it was like very futuristic because it's not outside. It's like you're inside upstairs. Upstairs, you like have a view of the city and the yeah. CN Tower, and it's there's like bizarre as fuck. And there was only like seven cars there. Where yeah, you watch TV and movies. It's like oh, here's a car dealership with fifty cars on the lot. Totally. Ready to take a quick uh, laundry break there, and you're now holding some very warm, dry towels. Yeah, they're the best blanket. <laughs> so should we get into this uh, car buying story? Yeah. Yeah, I think the left time we left off with telling everyone we bought a car, but I don't think we told them what what brand or model or whatever yeah. it is. So should we just let's jump into it? So we ended up buying a brand new uh, Volvo XC Forty B Five Twenty Twenty Three. I know, brand brand new. Yeah. So. Basically, just to recap, last week was our uh, current car we had. Now we've just been having problems, like the the car died like two months ago. We had to get a new brand new battery. And then about three, four weeks ago, mm -hmm. the car wouldn't start and then it would start. And it kind of happened a few times in mm -hmm. a row. And we took it back to the mechanic and yeah. like, well, we can't figure out the problem. So we were kind of in the mindset that we wanted a new car in the next few years. But we're mm -hmm. like, you know what? Let's like, I was getting super stressed out with the car just not starting. Yeah. I think it was like, I like, and this has kind of been the pattern is like, I got super stressed out th about the brakes and we didn't do anything till you got stressed out. And then the car wouldn't start. So I got stressed out. But then it was like, when it wasn't working for you, then you got stressed out. But now what I find funny is like, I'm like, ah, if it doesn't start, it doesn't start. But you kind of make that emoji face with all the teeth. Yeah. It's like <laughs> kind of thing when it doesn't start. So yeah. But the last few times, it always starts when you start it, but yeah. it's only never not worked for me for some reason. So regardless, we decided to go and look for a car. We weren't even still, we weren't even guaranteed to buy a car. We kind of looked up, I think we mentioned last week, like five or six different dealerships, Kias, Volvos, Honda, Hyundais, and uh, Volks, Mazda, Volkswagen. And we ended up going to a bunch of different dealerships. Mm -hmm. And then I think we did say we took the Volvo for a test drive. Yeah. And we made a list of like, in order, here's our top five. And Volvo was number one. Mm -hmm. So I only took it for a test drive. You didn't drive it that day, but you sat in the front, sat in the back. And after we were done... We both were like, okay, this is good. And I even said like, oh, I love driving this car. It's really easy. Well, and so I think this is the tips and tricks of buying a car part one. Always have your non-negotiables. And what do you mean by non-negotiables? So the non-negotiables would be like, what are the things you absolutely want in a car? So that way you're not being like upsold. You're like yeah. firm on it. So like 
things like we said we never needed a sunroof right exactly we right? Do, if it comes with a sunroof cool but we don't both we don't, don't want need one. it yeah we right? don't i don't even think we really even wanted one we didn't want one um we were very much like we wanted a sound system that mm -hmm. was really great because obviously like music is a big part of our lives we ensured we wanted the kind of digital display to not be above the dashboard we yeah. wanted it embedded like, in into it yeah right and i will say after my experience in like san fran with the car i feel like exactly even the positioning yeah. of where the digital display was was important to us that's good we wanted to ensure the car had like carplay as in it um just because we are obviously like apple products and yeah. then we wanted to make sure it was like leather interior yeah. we didn't want fabric and so i think you know going into this especially while you were like looking for cars it made it made it helpful because we knew we were on the same page and not getting swayed by certain things yeah, well, I think when we saw the car, we both instantly loved the look of it. Yeah. We loved the inside driving. Another, like, little tip is because we lived, like, 15 minutes away from the dealership, I'm mm -hmm. like, let's drive home because our parking is a bit tighter than, like, mm -hmm. maybe if you live in a big house or a parking garage. Like, mm -hmm. so we were both like, well, let's just see if we can even park or if it's going to yeah. be a nightmare to park. Because, like I said, our, our current car is smaller than this new and car. And usually, like, even the dealer, like, well, although it was... Volvo was the only one we test drove, but they were very much like, you could take the car for a 30 minute test drive, yeah, which was great. So like, ideally, if you're looking for a car, I would say like, try and drive it back to your area. Yeah. Um, if not into your space, because in Toronto, you might not be lucky enough to have a garage yeah, you or might a even parking do, spot. You might even do street parking. So you might even want to drive to your street and just see what it's like to totally. parallel park with it and stuff. So we both drove it and we, were, we weren't going to buy it that day, but uh, we, we kind of... We got back, or before we left, the, the, the car salesman, who was super nice, kind of told us, or we asked him, like, you know, we've heard that it takes months and months, even up to a year, to buy a new car. If we like this car, how long would it take to get it? Us thinking, mm -hmm. like, well, even if it's six months, that's not yeah. bad. He's like, oh, three to four days. <laughs> we're like, what the hell, really? He's yeah. like, yeah, three to four days, you'll have this exact car ready. So we're like, all right, great. Um, we're like, you know, uh, he had an appointment because we walked in there without one. So. Mm -hmm. He's like, here's my card. If you have any questions, email me, call me, whatever. So this brings us to tip number three. Mm. So when we got home after an amazing test drive, we're yeah. like, should we go and research any more cars that we hadn't looked at? So yeah. like, should we go up to the Kia dealership? Should we do these things? But then we're like, okay, we can do those. But we're like, let's email mm -hmm. the Volvo car salesman all of our un, like, um, like unanswered questions, questions and just like to like have it in writing, almost reconfirm some of the things we had heard today. So it was like, what is the baseline price for this car, mm -hmm. right? Um, do you suggest getting like all winter or all season tires or winter tires? Or both. Both. Um, you know, is there any rebate on buying the car? Yeah, I, we. so we, like yeah. you said, we Googled like what to ask and some of the other questions, mm -hmm. I'm just looking at them is, can you provide me with the purchase agreement, which yeah. is kind of all the hidden costs and fees. Totally. So again, it might say it's, $30,000, but that's just the price. And then there's all these additional taxes and add-ons and stuff. Another one was, where are the car's long-term maintenance expenses, yeah. which was a good one that he answered. What does the car warranty actually cover? Mm -hmm. And how long? Um, where, does, where did this car come from? Is it pre-owned? Mm -hmm. um, have you done any service on the car? Which is great to know too. And this was a big one. Is this the best price? Yes. Or can you negotiate it? Which is, you never know, like... You might as well ask. There's no harm in asking because they're not going to be like, you know what? You can negotiate the price. Yeah, but if you which ask is them, another thing that I feel like I've seen in TV shows and like movies where they like haggle the price. Exactly. Well, here's the other question is, 
do you get a discount if you pay in cash or like up yeah front which we everything? said we were going to pay up front so here's another thing i didn't know what financing or like leasing Le- meant well those those are both different and so leasing was like you never own the car you can like you pay like monthly uh, payments or something yeah, you, you basically make an agreement so it's like you know you own this or you have this car for three years mm-hmm. and i guess you can again pay the three years up front or do monthly yeah that's leasing, but financing means, yeah, you can put down a lump sum payment and yeah. then you like kind of like a mortgage, yeah. you pay monthly until it's paid it's off paid or off. you can pay up it, front and they kind of, I think it's called pay up in cash or something yeah. or. And so we were like, we're, we want to pay up front. So it was very much like if we give you cash, yeah. can we like get a discount, discount or something. right? Which I've also seen for houses and stuff. It's like, yeah. And everyone's different. Everyone's different. So anyway, the answer was no. Yeah. <laughs> that one was no. So. And then you also ask, can you uh, trade in the car and how much will you get for a trade in? Mm-hmm. Important to know we bought Vol- going with Volvo. We have a Hyundai. Mm-hmm. We weren't sure like, Oh, can we trade in a different brand of car? And, yeah. and we asked that at every dealership and the answer was hell yes. Yes. They just want your car. Which is a really great thing because we actually went to our friend Maddie's house after yeah. and a, um, her friend Jax was also buying a car yeah. and she's like, you can trade in a different car at a different dealership. She mm-hmm. thought it had to be yeah, the well, same brand. We thought and so we were like, yeah, that's another myth buster. Um, Mm -hmm. that we were able to prove. And I think the other part was, um, amazing salesperson at Volvo. He was very much like John Valley. You should see some of the clunkers people Mm -hmm. bring Bring in and then they get a return. So never think just cause your car was like, you're having like small problems with it. Right. Always get it assessed. Yeah. we, We won't say how much we got. We were pleasantly surprised, but like you said, we were like, Oh, you know what? If we get a thousand. Well, I won't even. Yeah. yeah. If we get a certain amount of money, yeah. I'll be happy. If I get fifty dollars for this car. Yeah. The guy gives me like a coupon to McDonald's yeah. for a free McFlurry. Like, oh yeah, I'll take I'll it. Take so, it. So, so yeah, it's important to know if you're trading in that uh, you can trade in a car at a different dealership. Uh, and so other, yeah, yeah. No. So I was just gonna say. So we got all these answers back that like that weekend i think last yeah. weekend or the weekend prior right because it's two weeks ago now and so then i was like okay i guess the only other thing to do is have me drive the car yeah right so we were very much like can we come in last saturday yeah right we went in on a saturday we we're going to come back the following the saturday. following saturday to take a test drive to like you know just see how i felt driving the car and i think that's the other side of it is like you know, John said this up front in the front matter. We've driven so many cars because of Zipcar. And mm. then like for me, for work, it's like Avis or Budget, right? We've obviously driven our like family cars mm. and stuff. So we feel very comfortable behind certain things, but you can instantly tell when you don't feel comfortable oh, in a course. car. And like, that was one thing that really reaffirmed that we made the right decision while I was away this week in mm. the uh, Toyota Prius mm. was like, this car is not positioned for me, whereas instantly felt so good and comfortable in the Volvo. So our um, car salesman said, absolutely, come in Saturday. We made an appointment. He's like, just to let you know. Uh, again, we asked too, like, when would this car be available if we buy it? And he mm-hmm. said, you know, it'll be ready in two to three days. But he's mm-hmm. like, just be aware there's only one left of this car that you want with all your features yeah. and so there is a chance it could be bought before this saturday so he's like if, yeah. that, if you're aware of that mm-hmm. the next available car- wait a second you're forgetting one crucial part what when we walked in the like receptionist was like hi i totally remember yeah, you guys before we get to this day oh, oops okay go <laughs> so this is leading up we made an appointment for saturday yeah. a week later and the guy said absolutely like you 
Again, another important question to ask is, when will this car be available? Can you confirm it? And the guy said, mm-hmm. it'll be ready in two to three days, but there's only one left. So if you're coming in Saturday, Saturday, that's five days from now, mm-hmm. it could be sold tomorrow. Totally. Like you're he's, rolling he's, the dice. He's like, I'm not, I'm not holding it for you. I'm just letting you know. So yeah. he, whatever. And so we said, okay, when would the next available car be ready then if it mm-hmm. gets sold tomorrow? He's like, it would be ready maybe like two months. So we're like, mm-hmm. okay, that's not awful. It's better than nine months, yeah. 10 months. So. We went into it being well aware that it could be sold and we might have to wait till the new year to get the new car. So fast forward to we go in a week later. Yeah. And so the receptionist, remember the previous week, we didn't, we just like rolled up in there. Right. And she was like, you don't have an appointment. What's that line from Jersey Shore? I'm just rolling up in this bitch like I own this place. Is that Angelina? That's maybe how we came into it. <laughs> just rolled up into this bitch like I own this place. Which is a good thing. Which to is do. a good thing. We, Don't be we, intimidated no. walking in these dealerships. Because we were intimidated in the first one, which is why probably yeah, no think, one fucking helped us. I think and so. in the second one, nobody fucking helped us. Yeah. Right? And so we didn't I, roll into that bitch like we own the place. <laughs> so this one, we came in like we were just like making it rain with dollar bills, y'all. And yeah. so we walked in and the receptionist was like, oh, John Val, I totally remember you from last week right right which was like kind of great because i'm like of course we're memorable we're very people, memorable people. people so anyway so our sales um dude came over and he's like john Val, blah, yeah. blah, right and i like it because he he met us with personality yeah right and like he was chill enough and not too carry because we're Ch- not carry no. people he's chill but he also was knowledgeable no. yeah and he he kind of, you know, we would ask like, not silly questions, but it's like, look, we don't know things. So we'd ask a question and yeah. he would kind of chuckle and be like, oh yeah, you're asking, this is the proper way yeah. to ask her. This is the term we use. Which like, was really helpful. So then anyway, so he's like, yeah, he's like, you guys want to take the car for a ride again? I was like, yep. Um, so he's like, we have a different model, mm. right? Um, and he's like, okay, you know, you take it for like 30 minutes again, or like whatever you want. And what well, we also asked him like, is the car we want still available from three days from now? He's like, it's still here. So yeah. if you want it. And again, even going into this day, we weren't 100% sold. Like, we're going to buy this car today. We, the idea was for you to test drive yeah. it and be like, okay, so. So basically, we took it out. Mm-hmm. And like, literally, as soon as I sat in there, I was like, oh, this is already like, it yeah, feels like we it, knew right? it kind of thing. It was like, everything was super feasible. Like, the one thing we love about the car is like, our, currently in our current car, we have to use like a USB lightning cord <laughs> or a lightning cable yeah. for our phones to connect it. And it's like broken and like there's hockey tape for keeping it going. <laughs> but there's like a dock in the yeah. car and we're like, oh my God, we are so fucking adulting yeah. in this car. And then like, we're very much like, what will the first songs we listen to in the car? And even friends have asked that now, like, what is the first song? And I'm like, if we're driving in the afternoon, it'll be something. But if we're driving at night, it'll be something. If If it's it's raining, like. So I think by the, by the time we're about to pull back into the dealership, like you said, the way we were talking about what's the first song we're going to listen to, we parked the car and we both kind of looked at each other like, Okay, we're buying, we're buying this, this then, right? Like, yeah. so they're like, okay, well, let's go. In not too excited again. Like, let's go in and be like, yeah. you know, we're, we are interested. We yeah. want to buy it, but we're walking up in this place, like, like I own this bitch. Yeah. Walking in this bitch, like I own this place. Yeah. So we go in, and the guy's like, "How was it?" We're like, "Oh, it was great. We're all excited." And we're about to say, "Like, we'll take it." When he said, he's like, literally. Those, Those people, evil. he points, just bought the car you wanted. Like on the during our test drive, if we made the appointment, yeah. if we made it two hours earlier, we'd probably have the car. Hundred percent. Right I also but feel like those people were like less fun versions of us. Uh, hell yeah! <laughs> so the guys like I'm but so one Volvo richer. Uh, so he's like, they just bought the car. He's like, good news is 
if you want the car, it won't be like two months. It'll be about three to four weeks. Yeah. Okay, great. That's Which, fine. In another way too, was like kind of the perfect balance of like being able to look forward to something and versus getting it in real time. And then yeah. it's like, what happens after this? I know. Well, obviously I would love to have it now because I'm still making yeah. that emoji, the emoji face, face. <laughs> when it started our current, but also it gives you time to kind of get your finances in order and yeah. kind of like buying the house. Whereas, you know, we had to move some shit around. So don't say I'll do a closing date in one week because you, it's not I- really. I didn't know a closing day. I know, meant. but now we do. And so <laughs> just like buying a house, if you're moving things around from different um, accounts or you need to go into your yeah. bank and make appointments to do that, sometimes it's nice to not be rushed. So it's like, yeah, we got four weeks to move our money around. So tip number six is go in with a budget and know where ever, where all the money's coming from and when you can pull it. Yeah, and I think I may have said it too, is just because it's listed at say 30,000 yeah. doesn't mean that's necessarily the final price. Like, I said, ask for the purchase agreement, which will give you all the additional fees. Mm -hmm. But when we did buy the car, the guy's like, great. And I know I'm kind of jumping ahead, but he's like, uh, we signed the contract, blah, blah, blah. Did our, um, we put money down to hold it. And then Mm -hmm. he's like, okay, on Monday, the finance person will call you with additional things you might want to add on and whether it's extended warranty, tinted windows, uh, this, this, or that. Mm -hmm. So he's like, this is the price, Mm -hmm. but there could be added stuff if you want to. So again, the price is there, but it could fluctuate up or down depending on what you want to add or not add. So I think we've mentioned this before. So like, and I don't know if like all millennials, Gen Zers feel this way right now, but because like buying a house felt so foreign because it's like, we're, you couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. We were boxed out of everything. Getting like a full-time job at some points felt yeah. foreign because we're boxed out. We couldn't do it. Buying a car felt a little foreign. Lord knows we just want to be in that box. Yeah. So but the one thing I will say is, when we were younger, I would never pay attention to like what side of the door a doorbell was on. Of course. Did people I, have black windows I know. and stuff? Where's the mailbox on yeah. the front? Like, and so one of the things when we like, this is jumping a little bit, but we had spent the time like kind of like between saying, yes, we want the car, thinking about the car and like walking around the neighborhood on our seniors walks, looking at other people's cars. And we kind of always saw like one Volvo. Well, that's what I was going to say. The reason why we, we looked up, I never even would think to look up Volvo, but you saw a Volvo on the street prior to all this. You're like, this is the car car I want. And so we, I kind of wrote down what it was. I looked it up and that Mm -hmm. was kind of how we started our our adventure. So yeah, I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I agree. I really like the look of this Volvo. So when we came back in and we're like, we're buying the car, we like it. And then we got disappointed, right? The three weeks, whatever we had to start doing the paperwork and figuring out like, okay, do you want like winter tires? And like, yes, we do. And then it's like, what kind of winter tires and like whatnot. So there wasn't a lot of paperwork I would say to do then. No, no, definitely not. Just so you know, just sign some things and this, this or that. It was a fairly easy process, I would would say, yeah. right? And then it was just that the person would call us, yeah. right? With, adi- again, additional, additional things, extended warranty, mechanic stuff, tinted windows. So we're still waiting to go back to have like the full onboarding, which I appreciate of a car. Well, hopefully... They, the earliest we could get notified for the car would be a week from now would be November 20th. So hopefully next yeah. next week we should have the car, ah. So which is super exciting. But yeah, basically they said, okay, 
you have the car. This is great. When it's ready, mm. you come in for like an hour and a half experience where they yeah, they onboard you and they teach give you, you like, like a Volvo app and they all give this. You an app you download, which is actually really exciting for me. Oh, a hundred percent. Like and like for you, even for me, I, I, I feel that. like this is one of those things where you know we were joking yesterday too. It's like certain people will be like, oh, those hubcaps, and it, mm. like for John, it's like that website was like yeah. next level, right? And so like for us in like an app economy, we're like, yes, the Volvo app is like clearly what is selling us. Um, but I will say, so like after we left there, we went to Maddie's house. Mm. Right. And then yeah, I think right after we literally bought, literally the car bought the car, which felt like so empowering in one way and then like oh, terrifying so in another oh, way. But then we were like, guys, we have a surprise. And they were like, what? And we're like, we bought a new car. Yeah. Right. And so like, that was just a lot of fun. And like, what I appreciate was everybody kind of like Bryson, Maddie's husband, um, who's like one of our dear friends. He was very much like, Oh, safest car around well what i was gonna say is we did do this not as much prior to buying it although we did do our research but everyone we've talked to and our, our neighbors own a volvo too but mm-hmm. my my tip would be is if there's a car you really like talk to people who actually either own that car totally. or not even that exact car who've got that brand of car right because yeah. everyone we talked to about volvo said it's the safest car it's a nice car. It's all these it's things. It's like middle of the road. Yeah, exactly. So everyone we talked to, and even our neighbor who owns a Volvo, they're like, oh, you're going to love it. Like, it's super safe. The, the, the neighbor's like, you could have told me I would let you test drive my car yeah, stuff, right? Which is really cool. And Because we were like trying to like, like, oh, I think the car they have is the exact one we want, except a bit bigger. bigger. So we're like, we kind of wanted to like creep around and see what like the, the well, numbers were on it. So when we go on our senior walks and we see like a Volvo on the street, yeah. John and I are like, oh, damn, let's go check it out now. Because now we need to figure out like when this person calls, do we want tinted windows? Yeah, what, we, are they all tinted or is it just like the back ones tinted? How tinted are they? Like, is our front thing all black or is it silver? Yeah. Right. And so like in like, not like we're casing the joint, but we always would like see one on our senior walk that was the exact car exact model and so we were like oh fuck let's like kind of walk around it but not look like we're about to burglarize it kind of thing and then our neighbors have it and i was like because of the way they park we could never see um the model number number. on the back of it and i was like oh you know we would want to but it would look so weird if we literally walked behind your car whereas anyone could walk behind ours because the pathway is there um, and they're like, to John's point, they're like, oh my God, you could have driven our car if you wanted. But yeah, they do have the bigger version. Um, but they were equally so excited that we got it because they were also looking to trade in and get smaller. So I don't know, is this, would this be tip number eight or yeah. nine or let's just say tip seven. number seven is uh, once you buy your car or even before, if you know the exact model you want, and I guess it depends on if you own a car or not, call your insurance mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. and find out what the new payment will be <laughs> with your car because you know it could be significantly higher buying a new mm-hmm. car it could be maybe a bit cheaper depending totally. on sh- certain safety features so just get an idea what your new monthly insurance payments will mm-hmm. be so maybe here's where we can pivot to my other story yeah so like we mentioned before the last few weeks the car's most like usually most days the car starts <laughs> for us like this past week while you were gone, it didn't work once for me. Totally. Oh, and then I forgot my taxi on the way well, that's, to that's the why airport. I wanted to remind people. Yeah, so, so the tell taxi this story. on the way to the airport also didn't work. It picked me up and we got to the end of our street exactly. and then the car completely stopped at oh the interse- intersection. And I was like, what the fuck like, is happening? So it was working and it just clunked out. It just completely clunked out. And the guy seemed like terrified. Oh, of 
course. Well, right? that's how I would be. And so then I was like, oh my God. Like, I'm just like, what if I have to get John to drive what me to the What if our car doesn't start? Yeah. And so I was like slightly panicking in my head, but then he got it to work. Then I was like, oh my God, what happens what if-, if we like get up on the highway and it stops? Oh my God. That must be terrifying. So a little bit stressful even getting to the airport of in course. Toronto. On the best days, but it's stressful. Seriously. But then fast forward. So, like, we land after the paramedics and, like, whatnot and, like, deboard the plane. We're, like, with our, like, smaller team. There's, like, four of us. And so we're walking to the car area because we each had to get a car to pick up just because mm. we have to drive from San Francisco a little bit out. And so um, I go up there to like get my car and like I get a notification my teammate gets a notification but they look a bit different so then I was like okay it's late you know you go to the hotel I'll meet you guys there and then we'll all go grab dinner so then I'm like looking for an agent to be like which car is mine like my notification looks different so they're like oh go to like L5 and I was like okay go to L5 I get into this like it's not like a full like SUV sized car. I would say it's not even a CRV smaller one. It just feels more like a wagon, if that's mm-hmm. fair. But anyway, it looked like a more high end wagon. But the one thing to note is that I could drive it. Right. Okay. <laughs> like, so I felt comfortable in it. Everything was in front of me. I felt like, like, just like completely intuitive. So then I'm going to drive out and I was like, okay, you're going possibly like 15 in the parking garage. In right? the parking garage. You're going up to like the barricade to let you out. And so I'm basically three car lengths in between two islands, right? To go to the like up bar to like be like, yep, you can leave with your car. And then I'm like, okay, drive, drive, drive. I'm stopped at this point, right? Because there's like people in front of me, but there's nobody behind me, which is good. And then my car stops. Clunks out again. Clunks out again. two in one day. Two in one day. And I was like. Two different countries. Two countries. And now like, I shit you not, I am panicking. Right? And so like, I'm panicking. I'm stressing out. I'm like, I I cannot even believe this. Like the one thing like John always jokes is like, my phone is never charged. Kind of thing. So now I'm like, I'm stressed out. Like I'm like, do I call my teammates to be like, come back and get me? How far, like... you? Good thing you were still in the parking garage. I'm still in the parking garage, but the one weird thing is I was like, fuck this noise, should I just get an Uber? But you actually have to take the BART system back to the airport to go get an Uber because you're in, like, this other area. Sure. And so then I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) So So what did you do with this car then, like, when it wouldn't work? So the guy comes over, and he's like, what's happening? I was like, I can't start the car. Like, the starter's not working. I I try, like, exactly like with our car, you try and turn it and, like, rev the pedal. But, like... Like at this point, it's like 7 p.m. or 7.30 or 8 yeah. or something. It's late and you've it's been on a six-hour flight. Six-hour flight, four-hour time difference. I am like wiped. Of and course. then I was like, I'll just take a new car. Yeah. Just like, just give me a new car. Well, of course, this one so doesn't work. This one doesn't work. So then the guy's like, okay, you'll have to go back in. So like, needless to say, I went back to the desk and it was like the nicest old man nice. possible. But you know that thing in like movies where like a flight attendant's like typing in yeah. a bunch of shit on yeah. the computer and it's like, what are you possibly filling in like i'm just like oh she's probably like updating her facebook status or something or playing like wordle 100 it's like full-blown wordle on a computer and so then it's like lime green screen it's just like like typing in a bunch of shit and then like every like 30 seconds he's like valerie can i have your credit card it's almost like sure yeah Yeah. like vigorously typing stuff on amazon with your credit card yeah and so i was like 
kind of freaking out in my head, but because he was like I'm, the nicest yeah, old man, I wasn't going to like freak out no. in rage. And so then he's like, oh, I'm updating. I'm upgrading you from like whatever wagon oh, car okay. I had to a better car. And I was like, okay, that sounds great. And so then he's like, okay, here you go. Just like go down and whatever. It'll be there. At this point, I could not even fathom what I was stepping into, okay? Oh, boy. So, like, I get in the car, and then I, like, turn it on. It's a Toyota Prius hybrid. And so, for those of you guys, listeners out there who have a Toyota hybrid, I'm sure you have it and you love it. But I will say, as someone who has never driven this car, I found it not intuitive, and I found all of the kind of driving experiences like even on the dashboard catered more towards the passenger seat than me as the driver and so unless you were like a very large person with very long arms so i get in the car and i'm like where's the gear the gear as opposed to being a button on like down beside you like where the safety belt is and stuff like the clicker stuff it was on the dashboard where like your huh. radio was. Weird. And so then I'm like, what the fuck? And despite having arrows, right, to move it up and down for a reverse and drive, it would never work. Hmm. So then I was like, what is happening? What is happening? And then like the digital display with your like speedometer hmm. wasn't in front of you or even a little bit to the right. It was like middle to, oh, sorry, middle to far right. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like your eye line to be like, am I speeding? And what, what yeah. am I going? Where's the like gas huh. and all this shit? You literally had to turn your head, which I felt like was very unsafe right. to drive, which I did not like. So then I'm like driving. It's about like a 35 minute, 40 minute drive. I think, I think I called you on the way. What didn't I? Uh, that, uh, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I think you were like, stop talking to me. I, just I drive. Was, just drive. <laughs> so it was like kind of not full raining, but like little guy raining. Mm. And so then I like got to the hotel and I've never stayed at this hotel before. I meet my friend Rob. And then I was like, do you want to just go get dinner? Because now I'm like, all I've eaten are these two fucking cheese yeah, plates. Yeah, I know. You're hungry. I'm starving. And so then I was like, I don't know how to turn this car off. So you're just going to have to like get in. <laughs> right? And then I was like, oh. But okay. So here's the other factor. Because the car we drive is so much older. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know how to turn the car off because it's the button. Oh, so Rob boy. was like... When I put it in park, yeah. I was like waiting to go. And he's yeah. like, you have to turn the car off. Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? I have to just oh. take the key out. And he's like, there is no key. Yeah, it's a button. <laughs> it's a button. I was like, oh. So then That's I was like. what our new car is. Yeah. So then we ended up leaving, whatever, whatever. The other thing I didn't like was like the trunk was interrupted. So the back uh, rear window was interrupted by a trunk line. Okay. So you're effectively having two back windows. Hmm. So like that was weird. And then when we were leaving on Friday morning, it kind of had rained and like it was really cold there. So there was all this like water slash like not hmm. ice by any means. We were on the West Coast like on the dashboard and it was like 4.30 in the morning to hmm. leave to drive to the airport. So I'm like, okay. I'll put the defoggers on. Mm. The defoggers literally would not work in what could be a 2022 Toyota Prius. Right. And so then I'm like, I put them up full blast. One of them worked. So I knew it was on, but the back one wasn't working at all. Mm. And the front one, only 50% of it was working. So then I was like, I called my friend who was driving mm. her car to the airport. I'm like, yo, I'm still here. Like mm. I can't drive on the highway with like, yeah, of not, not like a visible sight line. No. So that was one. Then I also felt like, and this was a bit weird. 
um, I couldn't ever find the button for the trunk, right? So like I ended up having to put my luggage in my friend's car and stuff. So that was a bit weird. It wasn't on the keychain. It wasn't on the dashboard. It wasn't on the side of the car. Like where the fuck is this? Um, and then the last one was whenever I was listening to music, if I was listening to like country or alternative or you like rock, to country? I don't know. I was just like fucking like Unless extending my heart. Pack. No, that's true. It was Sorry, not. Keep going. But it was basically like the audio sounded really tinny. Like there was no bass or anything. Mm. But then I found like I was just like scanning through stations while I was driving. Yeah. And then Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg next Hell episode yeah. came on and the bass was so intense in the car. So I was like, this is outstanding. But I'm like, why wasn't it the same audible setup as it was for like all these yeah. other stations? <laughs> so anyway, so when I got to the um, Avis place to drop off the car the person was like oh how was your experience i'm like honestly oh honestly boy. avis it wasn't great Nothing ever starts well when someone says honestly yeah. you know you're in for a world of hurt yeah and so i felt so bad because it's not her fault no, of course i just said kind of what i said earlier it's like and the feedback's important too i think i think it is it's like if you don't are not aware of what a toyota model looks and feels like this car is not intuitive enough to drive, mm. right? And I think if I ever drive another rental again, I will not be driving a Toyota. I will ask for a Volvo. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so. Well, we're just about at that time. Uh, but hopefully by the next time by the next time we're recording an episode, we probably won't have the Volvo, but we should be within days of acquiring it. Ooh. And how do you feel? You're excited, nervous, oh, yeah. all I'm these so things. Excited. So stoked. The only thing I was going to say, though, and this is the one part that stresses me out. Yeah. I am not a fan of buying textiles or things that yeah. I haven't seen before. And so I'm. we're kind yeah. of rolling the dice, even though we feel like we know what this car will look like. What? We never actually saw our yeah, final car. We, we didn't sit in our actual final car, but I will say the first car we test drove, which I test drove, that was the exact car we're buying, except that one had a sunroof. And it was white. And it was white, but the interior... <laughs> yeah, but the interior yeah. was black leather. Everything else was the exact same, except for the white uh, exterior yeah. paint and the sunroof. But everything else... And I think he even pointed, he's like, here's here's a black car. This is what the color will be. Yeah. But the interior is all exact same except for the sunroof. So, yeah, I get it. We didn't actually test drive the our exact car. Our car. Yeah. <laughs> That's our car. But, yeah, so obviously <laughs> we're rolling the dice. Your problems. Like, even our neighbors like, oh, your front grill, is it black or silver? We're I'm like, like ah, I, I don't know. We didn't, didn't ask that question. <laughs> I think it's going to go with black. But. Yeah. So, yeah, you're obviously rolling the dice a little bit with yeah, maybe like, some features. 100%. We'll end up with, like, a Pinto tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> But as long as it starts and the tires don't squeak, then I mean, it's an upgrade. And the but. brakes don't squeak. I think that's the other part. Now that we know we're getting the car, it's like John's making the emoji face even more. And so of course. it's also like the brakes are just stressing the fuck out of me. Like all the problems with the Toyota, the brakes actually worked. So it was like. Well, it's only frustrating because we had the brake pads and rotors replaced. Yeah. So one mechanic's like, oh, they may have just given you like a crappy pair of brake pads that just make a noise so yeah. anyways it sounds like we're driving on water yeah but it still still works fine and drives fine it's mm -hmm. just anyways i think we have some good car karma yeah. coming our way because of the experiences we've had and we're good people i think but yeah i'm super excited for our new new volvo and you said there's a name for the car but you won't tell me the yes. name of it yet so usually i name everything and it's usually for whatever reason guy's name so like our christmas tree is named fredericton the garland's named charlie what's our car called right now 
I can't tell you yet. No, I, the, sorry, our current car that we have. Oh, Piney. Piney after uh, Piney from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> His little three-wheeler yeah. motorcycle. And so, um, what do you call it? I have an idea of well, a name. Well, tell everyone the first letter and maybe they'll guess. The first letter is S. So tweet us or Instagram us and tell us what you think the name of the car it's is. It's a man's name. It's a man's name. I've guessed like 10 names and, and it, you said they're all incorrect. It's a long name, but then there's a short name. And the short name, if on previous episodes of the podcast, you've been like, oh my God. Really? You've mentioned this name before? Yes. I wouldn't mind. What are, you, what are the chances of naming this new car Fredericton? AKA it's a Christmas Fred. tree. Oops, that, I mean, John. sorry. Sorry, what I meant to say, same same idea, though, is Rochester. No. Or you call him Rod or Chester. No. You don't like Rochester. No. I love that name. I know you do. Rochester and Fredericton are basically the same kind of name. They're really not. I'll tell you what. We got the second Christmas tree. You can name it Rochester. <laughs> You're just trying to butter me up. <laughs> so why don't we uh, land this puppy? Yeah. And who would you like to be the band of the week this week? I think we decided on uh, the dropped earlier this like, week or last like week. Two weeks I think ago. Two weeks now, ago. Um, Phoenix put out a new album. So for those of you guys who haven't listened to Phoenix, they're like an awesome, like they've been out forever, like mm. dance kind of indie rock band. Indie, I would say pop, pop dance. You know the songs 1901 and Listomania. Yeah. Like, so their new album, which I think the first time we listened to it, we liked it, but we're like, there's no real song like 1901, but I think we've both listened to it a few times since. Yeah. And I quite like the album. I think it's really good. I think yeah. you like it a lot too. And we both agreed that we wanted to go with the song uh, that features the singer of Vampire Weekend. Totally. So it's, it's just, it's classic Phoenix. I think mm -hmm. it's upbeat, feels good, it's fun. So mm -hmm. the song of the week by the band of the week is mm -hmm. called Tonight mm -hmm. by Phoenix featuring Vampire Weekend from their album Alpha Zulu. <laughs> so all the ways get in contact with our ashes, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok dot com slash live 605 follow the tiktok that has one video and i'll uh <laughs> whatever and follow your boy on twitter and instagram while twitter's around i'm yeah. at malencamp i'm a val gomez 23 i've had one more tip oh okay well let's let's scratch the music what's your other tip my last tip for how to buy a new car is just to have fun and enjoy mm, the experience it's a great tip it is mm -hmm. ultimately it is a fun experience. I hope mm -hmm. it's fun for you. It's mm -hmm. the test driving, the looking at cars, all mm -hmm. these things. You're right. Just have fun. Mm -hmm. And I was going to say another tip, time or whatever, is just like trust your gut. Yeah. We instantly saw cars like, nope, nope, nope. So even if you see something instantly and you're like, I know I saw it online, uh, but I don't like it in person. I guess I'll test drive it. Like just mm -hmm. trust your gut. Like as soon as we saw the Volvo, I think we both knew instantly like, mm -hmm. oh, this is the car. So totally. trust your gut and have fun. That's a great tip. Mm -hmm. And then, and if you're buying a new car, maybe listen to the song Tonight by Phoenix. Ooh. So let's get into it. This is Tonight by Phoenix. So now, wait, we already told you yeah. I get in contact. Just listen to the damn song. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're done. Bye. Bye.